Boys and girls, and welcome again to Treasures from the Bible. As you know, this program is designed for kids and adults, so stay tuned as we learn more about God in His special book, the Bible. So, kids, do you want to go to Joyland Park and have our Bible study, or do you want to stay here and have it? Let's have it at Joyland Park. Joy, what would you like to do? Let's go to the park. That will be fun. <laughs> Does a kid like me get a vote? No way. You're too old. <laughs> Mr. Matthews, would you keep a little kid like me from having fun at Joyland Park? Yes, I'm very comfortable with that idea. Just kidding. Why, Rudy, I've never heard you describe yourself as a little kid. Do the grandparents have a vote in this? Sure, Grandma. Dad, come on. We want to go to the park, please. He really wants to go to the park too. I can tell. Okay, if you're going to drag me to Joyland Park, I guess I'll just plan on having a good time. Okay, the park it is. Let's head that way. Great. I'll pack some snacks for all of us. Okay, here we are, kids. This is a nice park. Look at all the fun things to do. It reminds me of a park back in Minneapolis. This has always been one of my favorite parks. My mom used to take me here all the time when I was younger. Can we play on the tire swings for a little bit before the lesson, Mr. G? Sure, Joey. We'll be setting up over there by those eating tables. All right, yippee! Come on, guys, hurry! Get off my swing, bud. But I was here first. So what? I said to get off my swing now, or I'll give you a knuckle sandwich. Hey, wait a minute. That's not fair. You can have a turn when I'm done. I'll pass on the sandwich. I just had lunch and I'm kind of full. Oh yeah, a wise guy. I'm giving you three seconds, or I'll have you on the ground. Kids, what's the matter? I was on here first, and this kid says to get off or he'll throw me off. And then I said. That I would give him a turn when I'm done, but he said no. Did you say that? Yeah, I did. Excuse me. Could you please let these kids have a turn on the swing set, and then you can go on, okay? We're going to have a Bible study shortly, and you're welcome to join us if you want. Um, okay. You can finish your turn, and maybe I'll stop by for the Bible study later. Thank you, son. Let's get going because Mr. G is going to start his Bible study soon. Okay. We'll Thanks, be right Dad. there. Thanks. That was a great idea to invite that boy to the study. You never know what the Lord might use. I used to be like him, a big bully, until the Lord saved me. Really? How did that happen? Now, who wants to say our memory verse first? Mr. G, wait! You forgot to pray. Oh, you're right, Lizzie. I'm sorry. Mark, can you lead us in prayer, please? Sure, I'd be glad to. Shall we pray? Our God in heaven, we come before thee and beg of thee for thy mercy, that you would open unto us、uh, the words of eternal life, and that you would bless Mr. G as he brings the word to us, that you would keep him faithful, and above all, that thou would bless the word 
to our hearts. And if there is anyone here that is not saved, even listening, could it be that thou would save them by your precious word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Mark. Mrs. Smith, I mean Aline, would you say our memory verse, Acts 7.38? Yes, Mr. G. Acts 7.38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in the Mount Sinai, and with our fathers, who received the lively oracles to give unto us. What's our lesson about today, Mr. G? Our lesson today, Lizzie, is about the different spiritual conditions that will exist before the return of Christ from heaven. How did the Lord get to heaven in the first place, Mr. G? That's an excellent question, Lizzie. I'm so happy you asked that, and you often ask some very good questions. The Lord Jesus Christ had been put to death on the cruel cross of Calvary almost 2,000 years ago, and after suffering for the sins of his people, he rose again from the dead. Don't we call that day Easter? Since the word Easter is not found in the Bible, it would be more accurate to say Resurrection Sunday. Will believers rise from the dead someday, Mr. G? Yes, in fact, his people can be certain that someday they will also rise again, either from the grave if they have died when he comes, or if they are alive when he comes again, they will rise up in the air to meet him as he is descending from the clouds above. Mr. G, does that mean Jesus will come back flying? Actually, Joy, we don't know all of those details, but we do know that the Lord Jesus ascended into heaven. And this occurred exactly 40 days after he was crucified on the cross in 33 AD. That was 1,970 years ago. He will also descend as we read in 1 Thessalonians 4.16. Can you read that, Rudy? All right. Um, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. We can also look at Psalm 18.10 that says, And he rode upon a cherub and did fly. Yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. Wow, Mr. G. Can we tell when the Lord will come again in the clouds of heaven? Yes, however, no one will know the exact day or hour when he is coming again, Peanut. Mr. G, shouldn't we all be ready for his second coming? Yes, Lizzie, and the only way we can be ready is to have a Savior. Just like our memory verse, Titus 2.13 says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Can you explain what the Lord Jesus did to become the Savior for each Christian, Mr. G? Sure, I think the next verse, that is verse 14, can help us to explain what the Lord Jesus did to prepare his people for heaven, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Why does the verse say that God's people are peculiar? Oh. Are they strange? No, (laughs) that's a good question. In both the Old and New Testaments, the word peculiar actually refers to that which belongs to God, which he has purchased or redeemed 
from among the human race, which is spiritually lost and headed for eternal damnation. What about all those who do not have a Savior, Mr. G? They will have to face the Lord Jesus Christ as their judge on that terrible and fearful day, Peanut, when they will realize they have no covering for their sins. They won't have a Savior. We read this terrifying description in 2 Thessalonians 1, 7 through 10. Can you read that, Lizzie? Sure. 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 7 through 10. And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, and flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe. Because our, because our testimony among you was believed in that day, the Bible warns in 2 Thessalonians 2, 11 through 12, that just before Jesus comes back to earth from heaven on Judgment Day, God will send a strong delusion to many. Vast multitudes of people say they are Christians and believe in Jesus, but the Bible clearly states over and over again that they have never really been saved by God. Joey, will you read those verses for us? Okay. 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 11 through 12. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned, who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Rudy, can you also take Amos 5, 18 through 20? All right. Amos 5, 18 through 20. Woe unto you that desire the, the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion, and a bear met him, or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall, and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light? even very dark, and no brightness in it. Kids, I'm going to have Peanut read one of the saddest passages in the Bible that explains what will happen to these people who carelessly thought they were Christians. Peanut, can you read Matthew 7, 21 to 23? Okay, Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Wow, Mr. G., we must study the Bible so carefully in order to know for sure that we really are one of God's children. Yes, Peanut. Only God can save someone. There's nothing we can do to get saved. 
as we see from a passage like Isaiah 6, verses 9 and 10. These verses are so important that God has repeated them in each of the four Gospels, plus in the books of Acts, Romans, and 1 Corinthians. Can you read those for all of us, Mark? Sure. I would be happy to. Isaiah 6, verse 9, and verse 10. And he said, Go, and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert, and be healed. Mr. G, isn't God teaching that he actually causes certain people not to be saved, while he causes others to become saved? You have understood that correctly, Peanut, by God's mercy. Let's look at one final verse, which I want Mrs. G to read. It's 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 through 6. All right, um... 1 Thessalonians 5, 2 through 6. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. On that important point, boys and girls, we've come to the end of our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free transcript or audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible. Care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye.